John. Good morning, Eddie. Dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Go watch the stories on Instagram. They're going to be gone by then. You can repost them. They're going to be in your memories. Yeah, we, gonna be we, can re- we can repost archive? them. Archive? Archive. No, Archive. 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 Archive? Is that how you say it? Yeah, the Archive. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm cold, dude. Dude, you're in like two big jackets. I'm assuming you got like a hoodie underneath there. In your house has got to be like 75 degrees right now. Uh, no. It's got to be. I forgot to pay my bill, my gas bill. No, it's like 75 degrees in here. Thank you, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't you tell me that before I got here? I wouldn't have stepped in the door. I'm sorry. And your hair's not done. Boy, I'm glad we don't have video. Huh? I'm glad we don't have video. Why? Actually, it probably would have been funny because it would have been like one of those, uh, uh, like whenever whenever the caterpillar turns into oh. a cocoon and then it comes out. Yeah, because you came in looking like an Eskimo robber of some sort, like you were going to rob your own house. All black, blacked out, stocking cap on. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you looked like a big old dickhead. Yep. Covering everything on you. Just a big old dickhead. And now it looks like you're coming out of the vag. You're you're coming <laughs> you're coming out like a little wee little baby. Give me a little cry. This is a word? Give me a little cry. <laughs> yep. Okay. What are we talking about today? <laughs> Mrs. Garcia, I'm so sorry about that. What are you talking? Huh? What did you say? I'm so sorry about Eddie. You talking about my mama? Yeah. Yeah. She's she's my friend now. She posts our stuff. She's my friend now. Okay. She's our only poster. <laughs> yeah. She's she a, might as well run our Facebook page for a, us. She's a big supporter. <laughs> yeah, she is. Hey, as long as I got my mom's support. She doesn't um, listen, I bet, huh? No. She doesn't know how. I'm not, I'm not going to ask those assholes. She doesn't know how, but she'll, she'll, you know, throw like some. If she, no, she, she wants to listen to our podcast. She just doesn't, like, have the time sometimes. She, like, helps my sister with my nephews and stuff. You have nephews? I have two. You know this. <laughs> I'll put that in the archive. In the archive? Yeah. Archive. Archive. Dude, it's archive. Archive. Yes. Really? Yes. You fucking with me? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's archive, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gotta want to go somewhere. But it's like, pretty stupid how it's spelled, right? I want to go somewhere and be like, "Can you put this in the in the, in the archive?" I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking Where about?" Where are you gonna go that has an archive? I don't know. Maybe like a library. A library. A library. A, li- <laughs> a library. A library. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. A library. I'm trying to say in Spanish. Library. Bro, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about toxic masculinity. Now, do you have the definition? Oh, my God, dude. Toxic masculinity is a lot of things. So, in what context? It's more of... Do you think it's like a built context? Like a built uh, set of words? 
Just to um, make something out of nothing? I don't know that I'd say out of nothing, but I think it would be something like... So I really want to when, whenever, whenever we... I mean, before... I don't know, let's say like the 1960s, right? Before, before the 60s and 70s, we had like some rough fucking times. Oh yeah, right. I mean, because we we were we we were building, right, from scratch. We were building from scratch, and it had a lot. And we had the wars, obviously, and it took a lot, and a lot, and a lot of really hardened people. Yep. Right to do that because I mean you people were people were building buildings and dying. Right, because mm-hmm. they didn't have equipment, they didn't have anything like that, right? So, to me, it's something that was necessary then, but I wouldn't say that it, everything else changed, except for, like, some of these habits. And they were, you know... Pretty bad habits. They, they were kind of bad. I mean, I, I would say they're bad habits in, like, certain ways, you know? Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I even heard like on one of the definitions, it even said like one of the traits or like kind of characteristics of toxic masculinity is that right. practice stoicism, which to me it doesn't make sense because stoicism is just helping you to like deal with daily life, right, and daily problems. So I've got like a list of five things here. So. The first one would be forced gendered upbringing. Okay. Children who are born and seen as boys are immediately taught by communities to emotionally repress or deny their feelings or any quality considered feminine. Do you ever have that experience? Um, I was pretty lucky to not really like have anybody in my family that like told me to stop being, okay. stop crying, man up, like. I didn't really have anybody like that because I was raised around a lot of like my grandparents and stuff like that. And she was like, you got to get back up, you know, like, yeah, just more positive than anything. Right. So I wouldn't say that like I really had that repression, repression, but it definitely is still prevalent now. And I think that that's like one of the main ones that um, people are talking about whenever it comes to like toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you like was that something that you had to deal with? No, but so this is a funny story from when I was a kid. So I was like around a lot of my cousins. These are female cousins. So I was a lot. Of, I used to play a lot with them. And they were older than me. I don't remember this because, like, I was so young. I was, like, I don't know, like, five, six, maybe. And, like, so my mom told me that I got dressed as a princess. <laughs> Actually, I had a fucking dress on and all that shit. And, like, I was playing with Barbies and fuck. And, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. yeah. That's like, <laughs> that was my second persona sometimes at night. Yeah, I know. I've Ele- experienced that one. Eleven and Garnet, baby. Eleven and Garnet. <laughs> you can find me there. <laughs> No, but, like, so it wasn't, like, I got to press or, like, my mom or dad were, like, mad about it because, like, I think my mom and dad are pretty open about stuff. So I think it was only, like, kind of, like, 
explain to me why I should do that. So it was just like an explanation of that's for girls. And you have to understand that your cousins are female. And that's what they do. Like, that's how they play with dolls and they dress up as princes and blah, blah, blah. So I'm not supposed to. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, like, the, my dad beat the shit out of me and he told me to be a fucking man and blah, blah, blah. Or my mom, which my mom would have been the one taking more of the charge of the situation. Mm-hmm. But it was more like, you know what, like, I think, like, help me understand my role as being a, a male instead of being a female. And I don't think that's anything bad with, I don't think that's something bad with kids. Because now we have this kind of uh, idea that we should let kids choose what they want to be. And they say, well, kids are kids. Kids don't know shit about anything. So how can you allow a kid to pretty much choose who he is? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, if you're raised around a bunch of girls and stuff like that, and you're fucking three, four, five years old, like, shit like that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean anything. You're If you're the only boy there, like, yeah, you're going to play with whoever you can play with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, that's not really that big of a deal. No. But, but, like, you still have to, like, have the male role models around. Uh-huh. Even if it's a neighbor or... A cousin or something. And that's, like, the funny part of it because, like, I, like we, in my family, like, there wasn't none, like, any, like, male role models. It was, like, like, don't get me wrong. My uncles, like, my uncles and my dad are people that work hard. They know how to work hard. They were, like, fucking ants. You know, Monday to, Monday to Sunday, they fucking work. They have the work ethic. But they don't no better when it comes to the other stuff. Now, when it comes to my dad, he never told me, like, oh, man up, or, like, you're not supposed to cry. Like, I don't remember listening to those things. But it was more of a... Well, there there really wasn't anything, per se, of an experience where I'm, like, they're telling me something, like, how to man up or anything. No. Mm-hmm. It was more of a, okay, well, let's say if I fall and I hit myself. It was more of a, oh, no, don't, don't worry, don't cry, you're good, you're good. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, you're not supposed to cry, you fucking fall. No, it was just like, oh, don't worry about it, like, right. you're fine. Like, you didn't broke a bone, you didn't scare yeah. yourself, like, no, like, you're fine. And I something catch myself doing that with my nephews, where they fall and stuff, and like, I mean, kids are supposed to fall, right? Yeah, and they, and they normally just cry because they feel scared, not, exactly. be, not because it hurts. Yeah. So, but we as adults, like, as soon as we see them fall or something happen, we're just, like, running to see what's going on. I don't do that. Really? Dude, my kid falls on his face, and I start laughing. <laughs> but I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing that way whenever he looks at me, he knows that it's okay. Yeah. Like, if you show him that you're not scared, then he'll be less scared. You know yeah. What I, mean? I didn't think about it, but, like, whenever so whenever I see my nephews fall and stuff, I make a plan. Yeah, you're like, oh man, you took a good fall yeah, there, didn't you? Like, what yeah. happened, man? Come on, like get he up. he can't understand it because he's he's not even two or anything yet. But but he knows that like if I'm not freaking out, then he's not freaking out. And know? then that's the thing because like if I see them like really like and you know like because you can t- you can tell when kids like fall and they're just like okay they get back up yeah and then sometimes they just really get hurt so they actually like look they have like look at they look at you in some type of way. Or you kind of have to be like, oh, like, oh, what's going on? Oh, this happened? Okay, cool. Don't worry. You know, sana, sana, colita de rana. Yeah, yeah that, 
Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so the second... <laughs> That's for my Mexican people. <laughs> so the second one... That doesn't even listen to us. The second one kind of goes... <laughs> yeah, right? So the second one kind of goes with the first one. It's taught to disconnect. Growing up being taught to disconnect from emotions leads to struggles with expressing feelings and contributes to depression, anxiety, isolation, and violence. So, like... You know, again, like if you're taught to repress things or if you go through or or if you're like, I don't know, let's say like a foster kid or something like that and you're being beaten from house to house and you're like, you're forced to repress those things because you don't want like anything else to happen. Right. Then like all of that stuff comes out later in life mm-hmm. and like you can be violent, you can... You know, like, you're going to need a lot Most of therapy. Of like, you're not going to yeah. be able to have a good relationship with anything or anybody. Like, So, do you have any experiences like that? With the disconnect? Uh-huh. Um, or repressing? Was it, like, repressing too? Yeah, no. no. I, I, didn't, I didn't get any of that, man. Like, my grandma, both of them were traditional in, like, Two different ways, right? Like my mom's mom was traditional in a southern way, so she was like really religious, okay, traditional, right? Like, oh, it's fine, just pray about it, you know, you'll be fine. And then my dad's mom was traditional in like an upstate New York kind of way. Where uh, she, that where, sounds interesting. Continue. So she she was raised around. A bunch of guys, a bunch of men, and I mean she's she's got brothers and sisters and stuff like that. But I mean, like her dad wasn't a role model for her, like her mom was, and then she also had like several cousins and several uncles and stuff like that, like just a lot of guys or whatever. So I think like the stuff that she kind of learned from them, like made her able to be able to raise men. You know what I mean? Be- okay. Because that's she what was she was. Exposed that's to. what she was surrounded by. Like she was the one. That, she was the youngest one, but she was whooping asses for the oldest ones, right? Okay. So like her sister, that's like five years older than her. You know, she'd be like a ten-year-old beating sixteen-year-old kids' asses. Yeah. Because I mean, they lived in the projects and right. shit in New York. So in New York. So my grandma was a bad bitch. Nice. And she'll still whoop your fucking ass. Nice. I need it that. might take her a minute to get to you, but she'll, she'll fucking whack your goddamn head off. Well, I can run, so she won't catch me. You piss her off, she's like, you want me to knock your goddamn block off? <laughs> she's like, I'll smack you through next fucking week. You know what I mean? Now it's January. Yeah, right. Yeah, now it's January. See you at Christmas. Smack. Okay, nice. So... And she's always been supportive. Mm-hmm. So I never really, and my, and my grandparents were like the ones that like I spent most of my time with, at least memorable time with, like that I can remember. And they, they never taught me to repress anything. It was, it was always just like deal with what you need to deal with, you know. Yeah, I feel like. I don't, that's a that's a weird part for me because like I never was taught to repress my feelings or emotions 
but I wasn't taught that my feelings or emotions matter. Right. So I don't know if that makes sense. Of course it does. So that's kind of like how it affected my masculinity and right. my sense of being a masculine man. Because like to me, it's just like, it don't, it don't matter. Like, you don't matter. Number one is that you don't matter. Okay? It's everyone else. Everyone else. Everyone right. else. So your feelings and whatever you got going on, like, it doesn't matter. And that can be seen as whenever I go through my shit. Like, you know, and we talked about that yesterday when I told you, like, I'm sorry because I'm a fucking roller coaster. Where one week I'm, like, high and, like, doing all these things and just have these ideas and hey we're gonna fucking do this and I'm motivated and stuff and then I have weeks where I'm just like fuck like and I don't know who to talk to sometimes you know I'm, I love that I have you and you're always there for me like listen to me and stuff like that but at the same time it's just like when it becomes like repetitive I'm just like what the fuck like we're already talking about this so I'm not gonna call him and then I kind of go through like my list of people that I can call and I'm like well Not him, not him, not him. So I ended up just suppressing my feelings because it's just like, there's really no one, and it's not like you guys don't care because I'm not saying that, but it's just like you get to a point where it's just like, I'm just going to deal with it. So I think that's bad. I think that's really bad, trying to suppress it. Well, yeah, because you're still feeling like you're a burden. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like, so... I wasn't exposed to like, oh, don't cry or don't do this or you're supposed to do this because you're a man. It was more of like, ah, you, you just don't matter. Right. Yeah. So that's my experience. So the third one is um, and I mean, I, I guess you could see these as steps, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have, like, the forced gendered upbringing, which is where you're, like, taught to be a man about it. And then the second one is, like, you're taught to disconnect, like, put that shit deep down and keep working. And the third one is, like, where you start to harm yourself and others. And it doesn't necessarily mean, like, you're beating the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're, like, if you're, if you have, like, a lack of emotional connection, then you're going to, like, be hurting people's feelings for no reason because you're unhappy with Their own your own life. And then, like, you start taking it out on other people or, like, the people that actually care about you, you're not, like, keeping up with your relationships with them and they feel like that they don't matter to you and stuff like that. So, with that, let me ask you this, because we have a totally different experience. So, when it comes to, like, expressing your emotions, when it comes to, like, let's say the dating world, or, like, on that, on, on that because that, <clears throat> that would be the, uh, I mean... I guess just in everything, but what I guess I want to try to go with this is like, when it comes to showing feelings to a person that you just met, that you're interested in, but you just met, and you kind of have this idea of like, you're not supposed to show your feelings, you're not supposed to show who you are, you're not supposed to show, like, how's your experience with that? Um, and I guess, I'm sorry that I interrupted you, but I guess like, after your ex-wife, I guess you didn't really go into that process of, like, grieving and stuff, so yeah. you kind of, like, jump into a relationship again. But after, like, that relationship, and then now with Kaylin, like, how how did you make the transition? Or, how, or if, that, if there was a transition, or how was it that you were able to, like, communicate? Well, 
in my first marriage, I definitely felt like my feelings didn't matter that much. Like, and if they, and if I did feel like I needed to say something, then I usually wouldn't because it would just end in a fight anyway. Yeah. And I was like, the last thing I need is another fight. You know, Cause it was, I mean, there was a point where it was like every day, you know what I mean? I mean, not like we didn't hate each other for seven years. I don't, I don't mean that, you know, Yeah. but it's like, we didn't really talk about stuff mm-hmm. that needed to be talked about. We just kind of like put it to the side and act like it didn't happen. And do you think that was like the suppression? Yeah, that, that would have been like the suppression, but it was really only so like we could avoid fights, you know? So, <clears throat> okay. So we can avoid fights. Uh, Do you think like maybe being more assertive about like the thing? Because uh, okay, so let me let me let me rephrase it. So to avoid fights, but like yeah. we also had a completely different way of communicating. Okay, like I'm I've always been like very vocal about communicating, and she was very like I need to sit on it for a day or two. Okay, and so like if I would approach something and be assertive about it, she would just like start crying. And then I would get super pissed off and start screaming and yeah. So like it was just dude, it was just a constant like cat fight. Like it was mouse. dude, it was a constant fucking battle. And it didn't make me a better person. Like it made me a way worse person. Like I won't sit here and be like, yeah, dude, like I was awesome throughout this whole marriage. Dude, no, like I'll be like completely honest about it. Like I'm not gonna paint myself as some fucking saint. Like you're not gonna find any dirt on me that I haven't already said. Like I a hundred, I a hundred percent. I never, I never like got physically. I've seen those videos on Pornhub, dude. There's plenty for you to see. I uh, don't worry about my Pornhub account. There's plenty of there's plenty of chances for you guys to see in Pornhub. I mean, I have definitely broken my fair share of items, okay, and doors and walls and stuff, but I've never like been violent towards people. You know what I mean? So not that there's like a huge difference other than the fact that it's like, you know, not bruising, but like I've like, you know what I mean? Like okay. I've always I've always been the guy that's like, if I'm gonna get pissed off, I'm gonna go in the other room and get pissed off, but I'm probably gonna break something. Okay. <laughs> so like that's just I don't know. That's how I always dealt with it. I don't know why. No, that's fine. I wasn't ever really like showed that. That's just That's why because like okay, so I, I feel like the biggest problem right now that we have going on is like men are disconnecting more from themselves for who like who they are. Yeah. And when it comes to like and again, so I got a different approach now when it comes to like masculinity and toxic masculinity. Because my approach back then was more of a women are full of shit and they're just trying to say this so they can like make themselves look good. Okay. Right. But I'm going to call out these bitches on all their bullshit, too. And then the more I did that, it didn't really feel felt right. Because now all of a sudden, it's like, you know how they say, like, whatever you focus, you put your focus on, like, that's what's happened and that's around you. Yeah. So I realized that uh, if I keep doing those things, then I'm going to keep messing with this type of, of, of caliber women. Yeah. So if I really, if I'm really trying to look for wifey, good woman then instead of focusing on like those type of women what if I just focus on this other type of women you know so instead of yeah. me calling out instead of me saying no you guys are stupid because you guys are telling that masculinity is uh, uh, 
toxic or this or that. Okay, like, I'm not going to say that anymore. So what about if I'm just like, you know what? I want to create more relationships between men and women. That sounds way better, right? Yeah. Because I'm not attacking nobody. But I'm still, I'm still working on the big issue. So the disconnection between the feelings and stuff, I feel like that's have, that's have a huge impact on us as men. Because we, it's in, it's in our nature to like care, protect, provide. But if we don't, if we can't even show feelings to what we want to protect, provide for, and all those things, like how can we really be like good men, if that makes sense? Right. You know, because our intentions are right. I want to provide, I want to protect. And I'm saying all men, because there's plenty of shitty men too. So, but what I'm saying is, like you really want to complement the whole masculinity. I feel like showing and expressing is a big thing that you have to show your kids. Right. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. But they know that whatever they express is valid because it's what they're feeling. Right. And even if it's uh and if it's something stupid, of course you're gonna call it out. Hey, listen, you're not supposed to be doing this. Right? Because sometimes kids they just want the attention and they will do whatever the fuck to get it. Just like adults. Yeah. When you're a kid, you don't you you don't know better. When you're an adult, you know better. Right. Like you have more experiences. Yeah. Like I know when I'm being petty as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's a that's a so now continue with the next ones. With what? The next uh. Because you say you have five, right? Uh. Yeah. So then, like the fourth, the fourth step would be like you move on to like bigger things. Like you, you start causing more trouble. Mm -hmm. You start maybe drinking, you start getting involved with the wrong people, drunk crowds and stuff. A lot, a lot of people who were taught to repress their feelings. Like, I mean, I don't want to say like a lot of people who were taught to repress their feelings. I mean, like in the more like violent groups and stuff like that, like, they often like are like alcoholics mm -hmm. or they cops called on them for doing stupid shit because they don't know how to handle themselves. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's just kind of like the fifth one is like the cycle repeats itself by anybody that's around that person that because you don't know who you're influencing while you're around people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, I was I was working at. um Ashley furniture for a while. And there was this guy you at work. Ashley too? Yeah. yeah, she was hot. Yeah. Um <laughs> I was working at Ashley for a while and one of the other salesmen I saw as like I I wouldn't I don't know that I would call him like a role model because I did look up to him in certain ways, but like but also knew better than to look at, because he was, my ex-mother-in-law was, she's a recovering alcoholic. She went to AA for many years. We went to AA meetings with her and stuff like that in support. And he was one of her friends and they worked together. Mm -hmm. So we would all go to AA classes together and stuff. And he was always like the, the guy who like had plenty of women around him. Like he dressed really nice. He always smelled really nice. Like. 
he could cook really well. He was a chef. Like he had lost his wife and kid and moved to Oklahoma and like tried to turn himself around and stuff like that. But there was also plenty of stuff that I knew was like bad. Like he would still dabble with drinking like binges and stuff. He was probably pretty emotionally repressed, but it was like, you never know who you're influencing. Like, I bet you that like whenever I walked in and started working there and he was like, Oh yeah. Like I know you, like we've been to meetings together and stuff like that. Like I doubt he thought that he would even like leave an impact on anybody, including me, you know? So it's like, you, you really do have to be careful who's watching. Even if you're not around them all the time, Because if you go to Walmart and you see somebody doing something nice, you make friends with them or whatever, but you don't actually know the rest of what that person does. Like I could give somebody two bucks, Mm -hmm. but at the same time I could go slash somebody's tires in the parking lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so I feel like you have to be knowledgeable of who you're looking up to and like really know Based on, I guess it would be like based on like averaging, right? So like say you know five men and like you you meet another one, you meet a sixth one and like you're looking up to this guy, but you notice that he does something that the rest of them don't do, Mm -hmm. right? And you're like, oh, well, why aren't the other five doing that? Mm -hmm. And then you maybe see that he goes to jail and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's why the other five don't do it because that's not a good thing to do. Like, you still have to look around at other people and not just, like, one person. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's really odd. And it's a hard time right now to do stuff like that because of social media. Like, I agree that it's a good thing that we have more role models on a digital platform. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Elliot Hulse, to some some extent, I would say is a good role model. In terms of, like, you can see how much he loves his family, how much he works for his family. But at the same time, I would also say, like, he could also be kind of damaging. Yeah. By being such an extremist. But he's also telling you, hey, I'm an extremist. And then you've got guys like Joe Rogan, who is, like, super open-minded, has every expert of anything on his podcast and... You know, he can make some pretty wild claims, but he's also talked to 2,500 different experts on different things. So, you say, well, like 3,000, no, like a thousand or something, 3,000 episodes, I think. He's at like 2,400, 2,500. He's really up there now. But even he will be like, I'm getting slammed for all of this coronavirus stuff, but never once was I claiming that I was a doctor. I'm just giving my opinion. So he's like, if you're taking medical advice from me, that's whose fault. Is whose fault is that? I'm not a doctor and I've never claimed to be a doctor. I've, I say I'm stupid all the time. I mean, he's specifically said, I'm just stupid. I just hang out with smart people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you have to like actually listen to these people mm-hmm. who you're getting this information from and like figure out what's going on. Like be smart about what information you're taking from what person. Mm hmm. With that being said, like, so with social media and stuff, and now that we have more people having a voice, just like us, you know, yeah. practicing our freedom, we want to 
through this thing we'll, we'll do it for men of course women if they want to listen they can listen to uh, but do you feel like now that people have more freedom when it comes to like putting themselves out there you can actually put yourself out there without information and you still can become something out of nothing do you think that's super like damaging to when it comes to like femini- feminist fem- no, feminism like femininity of women and masculinity of men do you think like it has a big toll Um, man, like, honestly, like, on the men's side, I think it's a good thing. Social media? To put yourself out there. Okay. And the reason I say that is because more and more people are doing it. And I think that it's kind of showing that it's okay to do that and that you need to do that because you can't just bottle shit up. And if you're paying attention to your, your own life cycles... As in, like, you know, for two years I did this, for two years I did this, I was in a rut for three years, you know. If you pay attention to your cycles that you naturally go through, you'll notice, like, the shit that you do wrong. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, like, like we said on, on like, fucking four or five podcasts ago, you know, like, the people who are in the best shape usually have a lot of internal problems. Yeah. You know, and that's, it just comes with it. Like it's, it's, it's impossible to be fully complete, but you've got to know when to step back, when to step forward, when to step back. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got to notice your own triggers in things. Mm -hmm. You got to notice like, like you did, like you got to notice when you're feeling down Mm -hmm. that way, you know, what's going on, what's going on. And so you know that you are going to have to take some steps to, like, get out of that. Right. So do you think, like, core values? Because core values is what holds the society together, right? When you right. have values and morals. But when, when do you think, like, those core values actually are holding society? And when do you think those values went down? Dude, I don't think we have any core values anymore. I mean, I I don't want to say that we don't because I still think that if you get rid of social media, like just don't even think about it. If you get rid of the news, don't even think about Mm -hmm. it. If you get rid of the newspapers, don't even think about it. Like you still have like 80% of the country that are just, I mean, it's literally like 80% who are like perfectly fine with each other, still have morals, still open the door for each other. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the other 20% that you see on the news. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what it is, right? Because no. you don't see the full shit on the news. Nope. And and, and that's a business. So one, it one, is a business. One thing that people it's need to understand is a clickbait. Yeah, it's, but on a bigger scale. Yes. Because like they want to control you. They don't want you to think by yourself, which is the most dangerous thing. Like yeah. You can think by yourself like somebody else is going to do it for you. Right. And when that happens, then you're just basically worthless because... Right. I mean, that you don't have a sense of yourself. You don't have a yeah. sense of anything. Like you just another like what they call the sheeps, you know. Yeah. Um, so when I when I say core values is because like, and this is something that this guy actually human was his channel on YouTube. That's something that he made me realize, you know, because I was like on the Red Pill and MGTOW, uh forums, and I mean not forums, but like on TikTok and stuff. So I will find like 
cool information that I wanted to share. And my my goal with sharing those things was like, uh, I wanted men to like realize that we don't have to put up with women. Because we hear a lot of like, we don't need men no more. We're independent, we're this and that. And now men are catching up to that. But it's like, okay, you don't need, you don't need us, we don't need you either, you know? Right. And we're just creating more, and it's just creating a bigger and bigger <coughs> division instead of like, listen, like, we need each other. We fucking need each other. Right. It's not a, we, and even as, as fucked up as I said it some, one time, it's like, we built this world. Right. We did. But for what reason? So we can provide for our families, right. wife, kids, society I mean, in general. Like, I'm that's not, the reason we do things. Like, I'm not saying that, like, by me saying this, I'm not saying, like, I told you so or, like, I'm better than anybody. Right. But, like, the reason I've never been, like, fully into what Elliot Hulse is saying or, like, fully into what MGTOW is saying, it's like... I see that it comes from a hurt place. Yes. I see that. Mm -hmm. But I also see that whenever women say shit like that, it also comes from a hurt place. Yeah. Because they've been wronged by some some people. They've made some wrong choices. Two people that don't need to go together went together, and Mm -hmm. now they don't know who else to – they don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do with their trauma. Maybe they had got a kid out of it, and the guy just disappeared and didn't want anything to do with it. Because we talk about that, too. Like, nowadays, families – we don't create families. Right. Not enough families are accidents. Right. Family gets created after an accident of, uh, oops, oh shit, like I didn't yeah. pull out or I didn't use a condom or we weren't just responsible. So now we have a kid and now we have two fucked up people that shouldn't, like you said, like shouldn't be with each other. Right. Now we're, they're raising a kid that's going to be more fucked up because the traumas that mom and daddy have, guess what? Those traumas are going to go to him. Yeah. So continue. So, like, it seems to me that we're in, like, this weird generation mm-hmm. of people who, like, who are more anxious, more depressed. Like, they don't know what to do with themselves. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that, like, you can call me crazy if you want. But I really do think that, like, social media and video games, like, the digital age... Mm-hmm. Since we were built, or sorry, since, not built, since we were born into the building mm-hmm. of digital media, mm-hmm. I really think that that has had like this big switch on our brains. Yeah. Because before all that happened, see, I got my first computer in 2007, I was 13, right? Before that, I went outside and played. Mm-hmm. I played in bands. All I did was sit around and playing guitar. Yeah. I knew what I wanted to do. Okay. And then you have this information overload. You have, like, comparisons with other people. Like, we're in this weird time where we don't know what to do because Mm -hmm. we feel like we have to, like, like, make a presence online or something. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Like, we, we were born in, like, a limbo area whereas now say my kid is born now he's raised with technology through his whole life he might find something now that he's born into all this opportunity he might be like oh yeah like i want to i want to go to 
you know, in 10 or 18 years, like the big thing might be to go to like some computer school Mm -hmm. or like Google might have a fucking college. You know what I mean? Like it might, things might be more sorted out then Mm -hmm. because dude, it's just, it just seems like we're in like a limbo area and everybody's just trying to get by instead of get ahead. Yes. And, and, and the sad part, man, is because, like, they're trying to disconnect us. And when I say they, I don't want to go through, like, the whole rabbit hole that, all oh, the super rich and, like, you know, that Illuminati. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about them, but it's just, like, one thing that you have to understand is, like, the government can make money out of you. Of course. If they can control you. Yep. And I'm not saying that you, you, you shouldn't respect the government because that's who you choose to, like, to basically rule and... They have the capacities to do what they do. But in order for a government to actually uh, control their people and stuff, it's like they have to dumb them, dumb them now, dumb, make them dumb. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. So they can be and more easily controlled. That's kind of how it's going right now. Nobody, nobody is fully informed anymore. No. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but it was something like, if you read the news, you're uninformed. And mm-hmm. if you don't read the news, you're uninformed. Because like and, you know and, what I mean, like and nowadays people like want to complain about just anything too. Like they just want to fucking complain and be like a Facebook warrior, or like yeah, a fucking yeah. MySpace or Instagram warrior. And the thing is, just like, I mean, if you really want to fight, if you really want to do something for the world, if you really like, don't just like post something and then run. Like actually do something about it, right? And that's kind of like this guy made me realize that I was thinking well, that I was taking the whole. Angle, I was taking the wrong angle when it came to things. Now, I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't still put examples of bad behavior from women just so men can open their fucking eyes, but at the same time, I'm not gonna be that guy that is just posting that shit all the fucking time, you know what I mean? It's like I just want, I just want guys to understand it. It might be my nature, it might be my nature of being like a middleman. Because it's like, I try to understand both sides. And you can be fully for something, but also know that there's a problem with it. Because obviously I'm fully for masculinity. Like, I want my kid to grow up knowing that he's a fucking man. And like, he needs to learn how to handle himself. Mm -hmm. And he needs to learn how to handle his business. Mm -hmm. And he needs to learn how to be a good worker. Yep. Not not just to work for somebody, but in Whatever general be a good worker too. Like yeah, to have like a work ethic, mm-hmm. and know that like when I send him out, he is now going to be an example for other people to follow because he knows good morals and he has good instincts, mm-hmm. like. And he's been taught the right way. So he's like, actually going to be like a, a, a what do they call a contributor to society, right? Instead of like a taker, right? Yeah, because we have a lot of those, right? So this um, infographic that I've got mm-hmm. just says, uh, "What is toxic masculinity?" Mm-hmm. Right. Masculinity becomes toxic when men feel they need to conform to rigid gender norms, which include. First one, acting like a bully to maintain a constant competitive edge. Which I mean, we all know that coworker that goes over the top 
is an asshole whenever you do something better than him as if you're not yeah. working together or mm-hmm. some shit. Like as if you're not working for the same company. Mm-hmm. You're you not don't see him. If you're not making the same amount of money, like mm-hmm. who's just like I mean, I'm competitive too, but mm-hmm. if like I'm I've never been the overly competitive type. Right. Like I'm not gonna get pissed off at you because you did better than me. Alright, man, so I've got a study from the Wright Institute. Right? Mm-hmm. With a W, the Wright Institute. Because they're right. By Terry A. Coopers, Cuppers, mm-hmm. 2005. From Toxic Masculinity as a Barrier to Mental Health Treatment in Prison. Okay. Okay. So, here, there's like a giant Venn diagram. Three Venn diagrams in one, right? So, you've got masculinity. A set of attributes, behaviors, and roles associated with boys and men. Standards of manliness or masculinity vary across different cultures and historical periods. Both males and females can exhibit masculine traits and behavior. And then you've got the next big circle, which is socially destructive and social behaviors. Antisocial behaviors are, are actions that harm or lack consideration for the well-being of others, violate the basic rights of another person, and are considered to be disruptive to others in society. Examples, aggressiveness, selfishness, lack of conscience. And you've got the third Venn diagram, or the the third circle of the Venn diagram, self-destructive behaviors, harmful or potentially harmful towards the person who engages in it. Examples, addiction, self-injury, life-endangering risks, suicide. And then in between all three of those, you've got your big red mass, right, which is where they call it toxic masculinity, where all three of those points meet. Toxic masculinity is constructed of those behaviors and attitudes of masculinity that are destructive to society and the individual. Examples, greed, arrogance, selfishness, insensitivity, and lack of empathy, need of domination and control of others, homophobia, hyperaggression, denial of pain, weakness of dependency, self-isolation, life-endangering risks, and lack of emotional regulation. So really... It's basically just saying that toxic masculinity is referring to certain harmful cultural and society norms that are associated with masculinity, such as maintaining an appearance of being tough or dominant, encouraging violent attitudes and behavior, and suppressing emotions or distress. It doesn't indicate that masculinity in itself is toxic, but the normalization of harmful norms associated with masculinity are. So, so this is like a social construct at the end of the day. Right, right, yeah. So it's nothing like, it's not like something that is just what it is. Like, right. There's no such thing as toxic, it's just something built as... Right. And honestly, like I said, like 80%... I mean, like, literally, like, a percentage that high, you go out into the normal world, you get off social media, you stop looking at the fucking news that's feeding you bullshit, you go out into the fucking world, how many fucking people do you see just fighting with each other? Not a lot. You go to Walmart, how many fights do you see? Not a lot. Now, in certain neighborhoods, you'll probably see some, but that doesn't have anything to do with masculinity. Like mine. Like, that normally just happens to do with, like, 
the the side of town that you're on where people are uneducated. They don't, they have a lot more problems, you know, like a lot more life problems. And they, they do show that where they kind of like feel like they have to fight with each other because it's dog eat dog. Right. But for the majority of it, like 80%, a fucking high number, you go out, you're not going to see these people fight. Oh, you're being a toxic man. You know, you're mansplaining. And you're like, nah, like, which, which now that you've mentioned that, and that's something that I want to touch on really, like, I really want to touch on this. Well, you say that because that's kind of how I felt as soon as I started learning more about like the whole toxic masculinity, how it was being used by right. feminists, like modern feminism, how it was being used and how like they were referring to men and like men are just pigs and this and that. I was like, yeah. so I got to a point where I was like, it was getting to me. It was like, really getting to me. Yeah. It starts to make you feel like mm-hmm. shit and make you wonder, you So, know, am I part of that? Am I not part of that? Like... And this is like me pre-getting therapy. Yeah. When I'm a nice guy. So I remember I used to like, if I will, like, let's say I don't know some of the girls that I unfollow because of their beliefs. And it's not like I don't follow them because I think they're wrong. It's just that it's something that I don't connect with. So I don't want that negativity. Right. Because there is negativity in both sides, men and women. Like, let's be honest. Okay? Of course. Men, like... Because we have this idea, we, we we as boys, we grow up with this idea that women are uh, sugar and spice and everything nice, mm-hmm. and that's bullshit. Okay, they're not. They're they're just as human as we are human, and they have their own female nature just as we have our male nature. Right. And when we when we uh, take apart that when we take that apart, that they're just supposed to be like everything nice because your mom like who's your mom. And that's with the people that have, like, a good experiences with their mom. Mm-hmm. I know there's people that have bad experiences with mom, so they have a whole different view on this. Right. But, like, my mom to me was my everything. And the way I was raised, like, my mom was, like, I was supposed to protect her and everything. Like, my mom is just, like... But as I started learning more about human nature and my own problems and all these things, and I realized how my mom actually, like, had a lot to do with our... Uh, upbringing because she has choices she had choices too but she decided to choose whatever she chose like my dad okay she had other choices she chose my dad and then I see and I mean I wouldn't change my dad for nothing but what I'm saying is just like she had other people that maybe didn't have the traits that my dad had but my mom wasn't attracted to those guys because they were nicer and my dad was more of an alpha right so, women are attracted to that. They say they want a nice guy, a good man, but... But at the end of the day, they got to be able to protect and provide. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just get with douches. And now we have all this problem where we just have women saying men are dicks because this and that. And one was like, no, 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 like, hold on. The type of men that you date are like that. Not all of them. Right. And I'm not saying that we all men are look perfect because we still fuck up. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is like until we start realizing that our, our own nature is fucking with us, and at the same time society is fucking with us, mm-hmm. and we don't take the responsibility to change ourselves, if we're just gonna keep blaming society and society and society instead of like taking responsibility and be like, no, listen, this is my problem, so I have to deal with my problem right. and fix my own problem. 
I don't care what society says. Fuck society. I'm going to fix myself. Because that's my responsibility as a human. Fix myself so I don't damage other people. Yeah. So, with that being said, this idea of toxic masculinity and stuff, me pre-therapy, I used to be like, oh yeah, men are fucked up. Like men are, men, I will, I will sound like any other woman. No, be like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry for this. I, I will actually say I'm sorry for other men. Yeah. And I shouldn't be sorry for other men. <clears throat> I'm just. Like you're apologizing on behalf of other men? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, I just like, no. I mean, I've definitely done that before. Like, because, like I was saying before we started, like, I've got several friends that are females that will post, like, these, like, crazy fucking messages that they get, like, out of nowhere, or, like, people who message them, like, six times, and then they're like, can you stop messaging me? And, the other thing and then they're like, yeah, you're a fucking bitch, and, like, all this stuff, and it's like... And I get it. And I'm like, so sorry you gotta fucking deal with that, but I want you to know, like, that's not fucking... That's not normal. That, and, 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 that's yeah, that, somebody with a fucking mental illness, dude. And the other like, thing they've is got something like, wrong. the type of pictures that they post, too. Yeah. Okay? Because you can... Like, this is my thing, too. You can be as sexy as you want and stuff, but, like, if you're putting... If you're putting yourself up there as a certain image, that's the image that you're going to be treated as. Yeah. Okay? So it's not like... It comes with respect. If you don't respect yourself, how do you expect other people to respect you? Right. I mean... And I understand that women can express their sexuality and stuff. Yeah. But in a world... In a world... Let me finish with this. Okay. But in a world where porn is glorified, where hookups are glorified, where being a slut or a a whore or in both ways, like men and women. Yeah. Just being polyamorous and just hookups and this and that. It's glorified. Where you can sell your pictures for $3 a month, it's glorified. When all those things are glorified and we know what that is, we know that's not a good thing. That you putting yourself out there, you know what you're going to get. Okay? And now we have all these weak men with access to all this porn. Right. So they don't have access to women anymore, but they have access to porn. And now they're getting more mental issues and stuff to the point that they don't, like, we don't even, and, and, and this is both. We don't even know how to, like, react with each other. We don't even know how to act with each other. Right. Okay. It's awkward. Exactly. So now we have, like, because to me, this is what I see. If I see uh, Instagram and then I start seeing booty pics, I'm like, why? I understand you have a nice ass. But why put it out there? What's the point? Are you looking for attention? Because that's the other thing, dude. Are you craving attention? I mean, I think a lot of the time, especially with like the Instagram models and stuff, I think it's just about money. Like they would rather have people drool over their pictures and pay them because, dude, some of those people are charging like $30, $40 a month. But that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, again, that's my point. Like, that's my point. They're that selling doesn't, that doesn't take. The so the right. the sex worker title out of you, right? And if you're a sex, but I'm worker, just talking about normal people, like no, 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 yeah, yeah, like my friend from a small town that posts pictures where she's got like a tank top on or something, like okay, that I but understand. like if somebody just or like a tight dress on and like somebody just like inboxes you and you're like, 
wow, your tits are fucking huge. Let me see them. Yeah, I mean, like, that's fucked up. Or, like, even, like, if you're at the gym or whatever, like, yeah, dude, like, I look at girls' asses at the gym all the time. And the, I'm Nobody can act like that that's not true. Everybody other, knows the, it. And the other thing is, it's like, why, if, like, if you're so afraid of, if you're so, because, again, it's, you cannot, you cannot pick a fight where you're, like, I don't want men to look at me, right. but I want men to look at me. Right. You see, it's one is either one or it's like I want to be comfortable in my workout clothes, but I know where being comfortable means that I'm gonna have less clothes on, and people are gonna look at me like. So you're gonna have to like get over the fact that people are gonna look at you because like you're at the gym, you got dudes with a bunch of fucking testosterone pumping through their veins because they're they're competing. They're in a workout. They're competing. That that's what happens whenever you're at the gym. Your testosterone rises. Your endorphins rise, and you're hornier than normal, and that doesn't mean that you should stare at people or, like, try and, like, hit on them all the time or, like, make them feel uncomfortable or, like, take pictures. Like, I've seen some crazy shit happen at the gym, dude. And I've seen dudes, like, stand up for girls at the gym and be like, she said she's she's clearly feeling uncomfortable. You can step the fuck away now. Like, we'll have a problem, you know, and... People following people to their cars and dude, shit's like really weird. It's 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 weird dude because like like I said, we're glorifying the wrong things. Right nowadays, we're glorifying the wrong things instead of again like the core values that we used to have, you know, respect, love, like all yeah. those things. So now we're glorifying, and this is like the biggest thing, dude. So I saw this picture of Nas, the little Nas, yeah, where he's pregnant, and everybody's supportive about that shit. But if I want to say that I'm a man. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole, and that's just society ruling your mind. Yeah, so, <laughs> because I want to be a man, and I want to follow my, my nature and who I am, right. I'm an asshole. But this motherfucker can put a picture of him being a man and pregnant, and everybody's glorifying him. Or like, what the fuck? go on and play the Super Bowl or whatever and make out with dudes on stage and stuff, which is fine, like... Madonna and Britney Spears made out on stage. Like, you've had tons of girls make out on stage before, and that's been all glorified and stuff. So, like, yeah, like, he has the right to do that. But, you know, that's also for fucking shock value, too. Like, you know, that picture was for shock value. He got so much attention. He probably got paid for that because he had so many people come to his his site. So many people be like, yeah, I support that. And then they go and buy his songs, or they go and buy his album, or they mm-hmm. go buy a T-shirt because they're, like, supporting the fact that He's LGBTQ plus or whatever. And like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, you cannot, you cannot make a choice and don't deal with the, yeah, with the, uh, uh, like the backlash of yeah. that choice. Okay. Because that's a thing for You know choice. who I've seen take that really well? And like, everybody gives them shit for it. But I really do think that Caitlyn Jenner is taking that really well. I don't really follow her, so I don't I don't follow her either, but I'm saying like she's still a fucking Republican. Like she's still very open about things. She's not like she got like the award or whatever, which was stupid, but like she's not out here fucking like rallying for all this weird shit to happen. So like so Okay, so why aren't women mad about that shit where she got 
that uh, woman like of the year or something like that. I know, I'd be pissed. Like, are men now even better to be women? Like, are we better right. than women to be women? Right. Like, is that what's like? That was reserved for a woman, and she would. And to be completely truthful, she wasn't even transitioned then at all. And she's even better how like, because that's the thing that and that that's another. I don't remember what I saw this. But they were talking about like uh, uh, drug queens mm-hmm. back then, like yeah. the seventies, eighties, and stuff, and how like they were so uh, the makeup and stuff. How well do they make up? They would look like all like flashy and things and blah blah. Yeah. And how the transition from the nineties, where like seventy, like I believe like the seventies and eighties was like an era where you see a lot of that. I don't remember seeing a lot of that on the nineties. On the two thousands, I don't remember seeing a lot. 2010, 2020, that's when you start seeing more. Yeah. They were saying something about RuPaul, which is like the biggest, the yeah. biggest one. And again, I have nothing against what they do. It's their lives. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. But the thing is like, all the makeup artists that are out there nowadays got their freaking uh, motivation from drag queens. Yeah. So even men know even men know how to make do makeup better than women. Like at what point are women gonna be like value like at what point are they gonna value their, themselves as the species as they are? And how special they are from and what they take back this take, shit. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it makes sense. Because like the thing is like now if I'm a if I'm a uh, let's say I'm an athlete and I didn't make it like on the man's side, then I can just transition and be a champion in the women's side. Yeah, we talked about the bike rider. And uh, here in the past year or so, there was also a um, bodybuilder that was not at a pro level, but like an amateur going for their pro card and stuff like that. And like, Men are born with more muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's, I don't want to say like it's not fair, like, because girls take steroids and shit too. That's fine. But it's like, grow us. but it's like, you still have, like, in this guy still had a package. Like, and you could see on stage, like, this, this girl had a dick on stage. Like, what? Yeah. And so I, this the coach from Edmund Gina, one like she had several athletes up against up against this person, and was like blasting them all over social media. Like you think you guys think that this is fair? Like not that my athletes aren't going to kick this this person's ass, but like that's just that's not right. No. You know, and not not to say that like. They shouldn't have rights or anything. Like I don't think that they, that we should have like a fucking genocide for transgenders or anything. No, no, no. Cause I don't hate transgenders. Like I don't. I don't have any ill will towards any of them. But it's like we have to have rules. What I'm saying is, like, when when are we gonna say it? If you want to create a new gender, create a new category. But the thing is, like, even even on genders, because like gender, we all, we know there's only two genders. This is the fucking real. There's only two whoa, genders. whoa, whoa! You're you're talking about you're no gender is not equated from sex. Okay, sex is a different thing. <laughs> okay, sex. A is a different penis thing. is sex. 
Okay, no. not a gender. The gender is male or female. Yeah. And even on, and, and I saw this meme, I even saw this meme for like LGBTQ shirts and like stuff like that, where it says like, oh, like uh, for male or female. And it's like this guy that is confused, like basically his pronouns and like he identifies as something else. But even at that point, he has to choose male or female. Yeah. So we know there's two genders. Depending on your, or depending on your genitalia, you get assigned your gender. Okay. Now, of course, we have the exception of the rule. They're maphrodites. People that are born with both. And even those people, whatever develops more, if it's a woman, if the, uh, if the, the women genitalia and the hormones are more pronounced, right. yeah. then they go with the female. But if they go <laughs> in the genitalia and their hormones are more male, then they transition to men. Right. And then again, they can go back and forward. But that's like an exception of the rule. But now we have, basically we have like, I don't know, like 65,000 genders. Which is like, when is it going to stop? When are we going to like, be like, no, like enough is enough. Like this is actually like a mental health issue. Right. If you can even accept that you're a male or a female. And that's the other part that people don't understand. Going against your nature, going against who you are. Fucks you up even more, dude. Fucks you even more. Why do we have such a big rate of like transgender people killing themselves after they transition? Right. You think it's just bullying? No. No. I mean, bullying is a big part of it. But even <clears throat> at that, you should be prepared because again, that's your choice. Right. Your choice doesn't mean that I have to accept you. And as much and it doesn't and it doesn't mean that just because I don't accept you that I have to be right. harmful to you. Yeah. Again. That's your choice. As nice as it is to think that, like, everybody should be accepting of each other, like... Uh, let me say this. Like, the most... Like, the people that talk about accepting other people are the first one to pull out a gun and kill people. Yeah. If you don't believe what they believe. Exactly. I've seen this a lot. Yeah. Okay? Because, like... Then you become a triggered meme. Exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing... This is the thing, dude. So, and I'm going to put this example. I don't know if I said it before. So when Trump was president, media had a lot of the nerve, like had a lot of nerve to by be calling him out on different stuff. Yeah. Well, let's say like kids on cages. Okay, that's fucked up to have kids on cages. Pretty fucked up. But it didn't start with Trump. Now we know it started with Obama, and it's been an ongoing, right, an ongoing thing. Well, media decided to be more aggressive on that because Trump was an asshole and the tweets and this and that and blah, blah, blah. So we're going to make him look bad. Right. Uh, and I remember a lot of my friends be like, oh, fucking Trump, blah, blah, blah. How can he have kids in cages and separate them from the parents and blah, blah, blah. And this, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And at some point I was like, yeah, like, what a fucking asshole. Like, why will you do that? But then I realized that it wasn't Trump. It's just something that has been going on. Right. Now we have Biden. And now, and what they were doing was they were choosing what to show you. Exactly. So you would be pissed off at him and vote him now out. Now we have Biden. And they won. And, they, and we still have The kids. media won on yeah. that. Yeah. And we still have kids in cages. Yeah. And what they won't, are, and they won't where, even go to the border. Where are all the warriors? Where, where is the same energy that I saw with Trump? What is the energy now with Biden? Mm-hmm. So now because he's a Democrat and he doesn't put any like mean tweets. Right. 
now we're supposed just to like take whatever he's saying and think that he's just like a fucking good guy. And that's what I'm saying, like, that's the reason why I'm saying, like, the people that say that they have the most compassion, they don't. They really don't. They're the first one that will put a, like, will put a bullet in your head. Just because you don't believe in what they believe. Right. And I will say this, this as a Christian, well, as a, my religion, what I believe. Like, I've seen people, like, just trying to, like, uh, you know, put the, just like we're putting our message out there. Like, people putting the message out there, like, you know, Jesus love you. Right. And they're just, like, out there just doing their own thing. And the first thing I see most of the time, which I'm pretty sure they have experienced the same thing. But the first thing I see is, like, people from the LGBTQ community and stuff like that, they start attacking these people. Right. So how can you say that you love and, like, you're the movement of love and appreciation and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then whenever somebody doesn't believe in what you believe, then you start being aggressive about it. Right. Which is the same thing with religion. You preach about how Jesus was loving and this and that, but whenever someone from the LGBTQ community comes and you're like, oh, no, like you're not fucking go to hell. So it's a both way. It's a two-way street. Two-way yeah. street. But the thing is just like, your choices, you have to understand that your choices don't mean that I have to respect your choices. I can respect you as a person. That doesn't mean that I have to accept what you're bringing to the table. Right. You know, we can, we can relate, we can talk, but that doesn't mean that I support what you stand for. I'm not going to be disrespectful either. Right. But I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna. Uh, just as a person that I know, everybody has a right to live and rights and all those things. I'm not gonna take that away from you. But that doesn't mean that I have to believe what you believe. You just like, just like you don't have to believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. I choose to be a masculine man. Right. You don't have to accept that. You don't want to. That's my truth. Yeah. And I'm gonna deal with that truth. Shit, I have been dealing with that shit. Okay? It's the same thing. But just because you get backlash doesn't mean that that makes you less of who you are. Exactly. Like, like you you know who you are. You've proposed who you are. You've said aloud who you are. And if you get backlash, then it's like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. That's who I am. So whenever I hear, like, toxic masculinity and stuff, to me, it's just like, no, you're just using that to basically degrade men. Right. Okay, because I can say what, so there is toxic femininity too? Yeah. That's hard to say. Yeah. There is toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. then there is toxic femininity. Yeah. And all you bitches are crazy and they're, you're toxic. I mean, there's men haters, there's women haters. Like, like, like we said at the beginning of this, like, once you start, like, really stepping back and looking at it, mm-hmm. they both come from a place of pain. Yeah. Right. And, like... And it all comes from the things need legend. to happen in order for us to come together and realize that. The biggest thing, and there's something that we need to realize, dude, is just like we need men as much as we need women. Yeah. And the one thing that I don't know why people are so fucking pissed off about is like we have roles. And that's what makes the world fucking go. Right. And I mean, that's why we were literally muscularly built while we were genetically have bigger hips and stuff like that. Like and that's what I, I was talking to my, uh, my brother-in-law and 
and I was like, dude, you want me to, because <coughs> we started talking about this and stuff, and I was like, dude, you want me to debunk the idea that there is like strong independent women? Because like, you don't think there are? I was like, not in the sense of how they want to like make it seem. I know they're strong, and I know they can be independent. Mm-hmm. But to the point where they see, they, where they say, like, I need no man? No. You called the plumber. The yeah. So I was like, so, called he was an like, electrician. so he's like, so you're telling me there's no strong independent woman? I was like, well, let me, let me put it this way. Who built this house? A crew of men. Oh, but I seen women doing that too. Okay, one or two. But it's the majority is guys. So the exception of the rule doesn't make the rule. Right. Who works on the infrastructure? Electricity, gas, sewers, roads. Oil. Oil. There's a few Water. there's a few women, but again. The exception of the rule right. doesn't make the rule. Like if men decide to step away from taking care of the infrastructure for a month, even a week, dude, a day. If men decided to just like walk away and be like, okay, women, take over. Yeah. Everything will be good to shit, dude. And on the flip side of that, I would gladly say that like, terrible at fucking office work. Yeah. I'm terrible at, but you see how I, have, I don't want to stay at home with the kids. But do you see kid. how we have roles? You yeah. see how no, roles exactly. are important? Yeah. Because we, I'm not saying, I'm not, like the only reason we have that idea that women are independent and strong is because men still do all the, Fucked up jobs, all the hard work. <clears throat> if we decided to step away from that, all the IG models, all the OnlyFans models that claim to be strong and independent because they sell their booty pics and shit, all the teachers, nurses, like all the all all all, all the careers that women choose that are more like people oriented instead of like objects or like right. built, without men doing those jobs, all these independent women wouldn't have money. They wouldn't have a job. Yep. They wouldn't have anything. So that's the reason we have to work together. Because we do these things. So not only men can have a nice life, but women can have a nice life. Right. That's what we want as men. We want to provide. We want to protect. We want to build. We want to fight. That's, what, that's some of our urges. Right. Masculine urges. Right. So... But we don't do these things just to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm more powerful than women. No, because we understand right. what women bring to the table, like too. Our, our geno, geno what? DNA. Let's go for our it. DNA, DNA isn't, like, the way that we have these urges, like, mm-hmm. isn't in a selfish manner. It's, no. It's not for, it's me. Not for me. It's not for you. It's not, not, not for your dad. It's not for my dad. Like, it's for them. Exactly. Like, dude, like, doing this right here and knowing what it's going to bring for us, you think I'm going to spend it on myself? Right. Of course I'm going to take care of myself. Right. But if I have a wife, shit, baby, here's your new truck. Right. Or go shopping. Do this, do that. Because the fruits of my labor, she's going to enjoy those things. She's going to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Right. And I'm going to be happy. I'll be fucking happy. That's going to make me happy to say I'm a fucking, I'm man enough to say, don't worry about money, baby. Here. Oh, you need this? Here. Right. Oh, you want to do this? Here. 
that's what makes me feel like a I'm going to put man. you in a nice house in a nice neighborhood that won't our house won't get broken into. You're going to be safe. My kids be are safe. Be safe. You guys can go on walks outside. Exactly. You guys can our kid can play on the lawn by himself without worrying about someone coming to steal him like this is this is it. Exactly. This is why we work. Exactly. This is what we're doing this year. I'm not working cuz I like it. No. Do you think you think I like to wake up at 6 in the morning? Go to work at seven, get off at three, be at my other job at four, get up by seven thirty, eight, and then be at the gym by eight or nine. And then do it all over again. And then do it all over again every fucking day. Sounds fun, dude. But it makes me feel complete. Right. It makes me feel like a fucking man that I'm doing something. Dude, what I'm doing right now, I'd rather do what I'm doing right now. Knowing that this is going to pay off, all my sacrifice, all the sacrifice that we are both doing, I'd rather do this shit than being the Eddie that was depressed two years ago. Right. And wouldn't come out of the fucking room. Because at least now I'm putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. At least now I'm sacrificing myself and I'm finding meaning on sacrificing myself. And you're helping people along the way. And I'm fucking happy. To do this shit so one day I can provide for my woman. And I know how important my woman is going to be too. She's going to be my homemaker. And I'm not saying that washing the dishes, cooking, keeping the house clean, laundry, all those things. That's fucking hard work. It is. I'm not saying it's not. And I'm not against coming home. And even if I'm tired, I'm not against coming home. And if I see that the dishes aren't done, I'm not afraid to touch the dishes. Right. I'm not ashamed to I'm not ashamed to pick up a fucking broom and clean. I'm not ashamed of cooking. Right. I'll do it. Because that's what I want. I want to provide for my girl. And as I provide for my girl, guess what? She's gonna provide for me in ways that no man can provide for me. And I'm not talking about sex. Right. But the nurturing, the making me feel like a man. The thing is, like, we devalue ourselves. Women devalue themselves. So pussy's free now. Pussy used to, like, basically make men <laughs> want to have careers. Right. But now it costs three ninety nine on OnlyFans. So you don't have to have a career, dude. You can work at McDonald's and look at pussy on the internet. Mm-hmm. So women devalue themselves. Men devalue themselves too. Because now we have a bunch of weak ass men. And I was part of the problem too. I was part of the fucking problem. But now I decide to be a strong man. Now I'm deciding to like step on my fucking shoes. The shoes that I have to feel. Not because society is telling me or forcing me. But because that's who the fuck I am and that's what gives purpose to my life. Otherwise, I'll be fucking depressed. Why can't I get no woman? Oh, well, you don't do shit, so you're not attractive. And that's even, like, there's a lot of stuff, man, that we need to start to be truthful about ourselves. Men and women. Mm-hmm. Women are more like hypergamistic, so they want a man. That is built 
physically, economically, in different areas. And men were visual animals, sexual animals. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we want a nice body. We don't put expectations because we have different tastes. Someone like curvy woman, someone like curvy bunnies. But we're visual, we're sexual. Yeah. We're simple. Where women are more hypergamistic, where they and, and that's their that's just who they are. There's nothing wrong with it. Because they are actually looking for the guy that is actually gonna be able to provide and protect. And being right. hypergamistic, it's a good way for them to choose the best guy. Now we men can complain about it and be like, you bitches are crazy. Because you just want me for my whatever I can provide, right? Instead of for me as a man, that's who that's how it is. Just like if we look at a nice pair of hips, we're like unconsciously, we know that a nice pair of hips can bring a nice like a good baby, healthy baby. That's just nature. That's just who we are. That's just like your primitive instincts, right? So. This is the thing. We, stand, we need to start being honest again. That we need each other. And we're as equal, as right. important, each other. It's a yin-yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need each other. We need the roles. If we want to have happy families, if we want to create families that work, we need those roles. We need to have rules. We need to start having expectations again. But we need to be open and raw about it. Because we can say, oh, no, you know, like I can deal with this and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you can't. It's going to break you. Right. Oh, well, she's a little too masculine. I can't take it. No, you can't. At some point, it's going to fucking break you. Oh, well, he's a weak ass. He's a little weak. I'll take it. No, you won't. You're going to cheat on his ass for another more masculine man or you're going to leave him at some point. But those are truths that nobody wants to talk about. Those are things that nobody wants to. Fuck, like, it is what it is. And all these people trying to create more genders and this just to, like, accommodate their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. That's going to fire back at some point. And it's going to be bad. Because we're creating a society that is one that wants to live on comfort. And there's no way to live. Like comfort. Good times create what? Weak men. And weak men create hard times. Mm-hmm. Why do we have all these men messaging girls like, oh, dick pics and show me your tits and do this and do that. Like, oh, you're a fucking whore and blah, blah, blah. And why do we have all these made up problems now? Exactly. Time's got too good. <laughs> and listen, dude, this is not to like shit on single moms, okay? This is not to shit on single moms. But if there is no father figure, a healthy father figure, those kids are going to fucked up. Again, you can show them values. You can show them things. But father figures are really important. And the thing is, like, that's a cycle that is creating more weak men and girl um, and women with daddy issues. 
So, that man that walked away and they're pretty fucking fucked up. Yeah, I agree. They have a lot of idiots. Mm-hmm. But again, who chose? Who chose to let someone in? I'm going to say this and I want to be clear with this. Women give men access to sex. Women give men access to sex. Men give women access to relationships. So at the end of the day, we choose who we want to marry. And if a man is not choosing you, it's not that he's a weak-ass man. Maybe there's something wrong with you that you have to change. And this is not to bash women. Right. Sometimes you just don't fit with somebody. Exactly. This is just the reality. If you want to have a man, you need to understand how we work. Okay? If you really want to have a man in your life. Otherwise, I'm not saying that you cannot find a man. But it's not the caliber man you want and you're looking for. Or it's something or it's gonna be someone that is gonna appear like that. And at the end, it's gonna be a piece of shit. So again, women give access to sex for men. Men give access to relationships. So at the end of the day is that we have the control when it comes to like relationships. Why? Because of the roles. We provide we protect, we do all those things. So, when it comes to toxic masculinity, I don't believe in toxic masculinity. I believe in toxic behaviors. I believe in toxic behaviors. Suppress your emotions? No, don't suppress them. Learn how to fucking deal with those. And that's what we've spent like the last 10 episodes on. Yeah. Talking about that. That we talk shit and we talk sarcastic stuff and like we we try to keep this light too. Yeah. To a point that you guys can fucking laugh. <laughs> okay. That I have a love for meals. Yeah, I mean not like I have a love for meals. We're just trying to make it fun. Right. Okay. That doesn't mean that I'm just going around like fucking spreading my seed. Right. So I don't. And I never I don't I don't wanna do that. I do love Guy Fieri though. You love I Guy just Fieri? ordered a Guy Fieri hat too. There you go. So, I don't know, man. To me, it's just like, we need to come together if we really want to make a change. Yeah. Men and women. We really, we really need to fucking understand how important we are. Like, one cannot survive without the other one. Right. That's just how it is. But again, we need to take responsibility from our own actions. Yep. We need to take responsibility for that. Because if we don't heal ourselves, we're going to keep repeating these fucking cycles. And that's the part that gets tiring. That's the part that where you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this shit no more. Shit, man. Like, you know me. I've been a fucking roller coaster. I'm dealing with my own shit. And sometimes I feel like a fucking phony because I'm like, there's times like I'm like super motivated and shit and like oh, fuck like I just want to eat the fucking world. And there's times that I'm just like fuck this shit. I'm tired of this fucking shit. I just want to go to sleep. Right. Honestly, I just want to go to sleep right now. 
And we're still here every single weekend. Yeah. Why? Because I know at the end of the day this is going to pay off. How? I don't know. But I hope. Because all those life lessons that you keep getting, all this anxiety that you keep getting, all this depression that you keep getting, all this, um, just all these problems. Are they in vain or not? Are you no. are you teaching people? Yeah. Or are you just letting these problems crush you? No. I'm actually... You know? And I, I think that's the initiative. And that's <clears> the <throat> thing that helps me deal with this shit because it's like, as hard as it is, and actually yesterday, dude, like, whenever I was texting you, I like to be honest. I like to be honest. I'm never going to hide my feelings no more. I learned that I'm not supposed to and I'm not going to. I wanted to cry, dude. I, I really wanted to talk to somebody yesterday because, like, and I'm getting emotional right now. But I really needed to talk to somebody because it's just like, fuck, I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of wanting these things. I'm tired of working my ass off for these things. I'm tired of doing all this shit for nothing. And I see other motherfuckers getting this shit for free. And this pisses me off. And pisses me off more, and I and I had to learn to forgive myself. That's something that I learned yesterday too. That I really need to forgive myself, because whoever I was in the past, I'm not that person anymore, and that person didn't know how to do any better, because he didn't have the information that I have right now. Right. And like yesterday, I was just like, man, who do I? Who can I call? Like who? Like. And then you started texting me, and I really do appreciate like you being there, dude. Like. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know that I can try to hype you up all I want, but like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't like, it doesn't change your thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. I mean, like, I know that like, if I text you something, like, I know it's not just going to like fix anything, but I still think it's important to remind you, Yeah. you know? Because there's a thing, man, like, and that's kind of like, it's, I mean, I don't, it's not like I hate being a magician and hate being the lover type because those things are actually just who I am yeah you know but sometimes it gets overbearing but it could yeah yeah it could sign that I'm just like too fucking emotional and then my anxiety goes to the fucking roof and I'm just like tired of this shit like like even even with my beliefs I'm just like what the fuck do you want and what the fuck do you want from me right I'm doing all this shit I'm trying I'm actually putting myself fucking out there what the fuck do you want from me Okay. And then I come down and it's just like, okay, I get it. It's a fucking process. I'm not going to change 30 days, 30 fucking years of my life in two years. Right. I still have to deal with shit. And as an example, this is like I mentioned to my brother, uh, we're, we're having a conversation with my family, my mom, my dad, and my brother, my sister-in-law was there. And I told my dad, we were talking about like stuff. And I remember telling my dad that it's like, you know what? Like back then I used to see like, like a chapel, like Pablo Escobar, like someone that I have to be afraid of. And you're my dad, but I have to be afraid of you. And well, I didn't say that, that I was afraid of him. I just said like, that's how I saw him. Right. Because he, he had good businesses in Mexico and stuff. So he would like do his own thing and blah, blah, blah. And that's what I told him. Is like I, I see you as, as Pablo Escobar, or like that type of figure, like you right. know, like the guy that is like a badass. But it wasn't like that. I was scared of my dad. Yeah. 
But my brother took it as, oh, my dad is a bad, my dad is a badass. And my brother is saying that, so that confirms that my dad is a badass. Because he was like the Pablo Escobar or like the Chapo or like, yeah. So one time I'm having a conversation with my brother, just my brother. He was like, man, it's just like whenever you said that, I feel really proud about my dad. And then I told my brother, he's like, no, dude, no, you don't understand. I said that because I was afraid of my dad. He was like, how can you be afraid of my dad? He was like, dude, you didn't live or you didn't experience what I experienced. Right. You didn't went through the shit that I went through. And one time that I had a, uh, an issue with my dad and we had a big fight. My brother got kind of frustrated and he was talking to my mom. And he was like, why can they not get together? Why does Eduardo have to be like this? And my mom was like, number one, like respect your brother because you didn't went through what he went through. You didn't experience those things. Right. And my brother was like, okay, fair. It's true. And as I'm talking to my brother too, it was like, dude, like, honestly, you don't know how it feels. You know, having all those things in your fucking head. Like you can you can actually live your life because you know I ha I got it. You don't have you can rely on me. Right. But I don't have no one to rely on. So I'm the oldest. I don't have an older brother that is gonna protect me. I don't have an older brother that I can say he's right. gonna take care of this. Like you had to take one for the team. Yeah. yeah. I have to take it for you guys. Yeah. And that shit like made me so fucking like, you fucked me up a lot, dude. Like, you really fucked me up. And now as I go through my seasons of depression and my anxiety and shit, like, I know I'm strong. I know I'm a badass. I know I'm the only things that you said. But at the same time, I, uh, like, all those bad feelings and thoughts come back and it's just like, fuck, like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of trying. Like, dude, like I just want to fucking go to sleep. That's it. I just want to fucking go to sleep. But again, I can because. I have to do this. I have to keep doing this. I have to help other people. I don't want other people to feel what I feel. And I take that. I take that responsibility because at the end of the day, I know it's going to pay off. So that's why I do what I do. And I don't regret it. And it's a lot. <laughs> it's a fucking lot. And just to end things, I don't believe in toxic masculinity. I do believe like masculinity is a big fucking good thing. Just like femininity and stuff. We just need to be more raw about these conversations and right. really figuring out what's going on. Instead of like putting, putting fucking band-aids in and shit and trying to just like pretend that... And both sides being hard-headed and yeah. not wanting to compromise or compromise. anything. So yeah, dude. <laughs> Sorry.
Hell yeah, man. Fucking love you, dude. Love you too, dude. I really do. I don't say I used to say it. Like, I really, I really appreciate you. I appreciate, like, all my friends that are actually, like, there for me and stuff. And, you know, sometimes I'm just, I feel like a fucking burden, but I know I'm not. And those are things that, again, I know I have to work on, so I'm responsible about it. Instead of, like, blaming my dad, I can blame my dad all I want. I can blame my mom all I want. I can blame fucking society. I can blame women. I can blame, I can blame my problems and then everyone else. But at the end of the day, it's not them. It's me. Right. So I have to take that responsibility. Sometimes, sometimes we have to take responsibility for other people's actions. Yeah. Because, and I don't mean like, oh, like, I, my friend threw a ball through somebody's window and I'm going to take that. I mean, real pain. Mm -hmm. Like, shit that people do to you. Sometimes you have to take responsibility of that and not say that it was your fault, but say, this is my job to fix it. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going to. Mm -hmm. You know? Because, I mean, people can say sorry all they want, but that doesn't that doesn't fix what happened. And that doesn't help you live with what happened. So you know that even though you didn't deserve any of that shit and that you didn't do anything to create those environments or what you went through, but it is your responsibility to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and fixing yourself Mm -hmm. For what other people did to you. Yeah. And it sucks for people to hear that because everybody wants to blame everybody else. And while you could definitely make a case for blaming other people, it's not going to fix anything. And the whole point is to fix things. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> That's the thing, man. Like, key, key things that you have to understand is, like, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't. Like, whatever happened to you, it wasn't your fault. Number two, you really have to forgive yourself. Something that I really am working on it. Because again, you did what you were you did what you did with the information that you had at that point. Right. But once you get more information and once you get more, then you can do better. Right. But at the end of the day, you have to forgive that that uh, who you were before and just make peace with it. And just make peace with it and be like, listen. This is what happened because of these reasons. I forgive you and I love you because at the end of the day, like you have to love yourself too, which is like another hard part because you have to, like, in my religion, my beliefs, when your lowest points or the things that you basically, uh, how can I say this? Like your vulnerabilities are your strengths. Right. This is when we call that God. This is when like God's power takes over, and He makes you strong because of your vulnerabilities. It's not, it's not your strengths. It's knowing your vulnerabilities and saying, "Okay, this is what I struggle, and I can't do it by myself." So I have faith that you're gonna be there for me, and that's where it manifests. It has manifested on me, and maybe if you if you're not a person of faith. At the end of the day, knowing your shortcomings and knowing where you struggle, 
those are those are like your biggest power because you know yourself, which is the biggest thing. You know yourself, right? And if you can, if you know yourself and you can love yourself, even on those shortcomings, you're a powerful person because you're confident enough on your strengths, just as you're confident enough on your show on your shortcomings, and you can actually present yourself as who the fuck you are instead of like pretending. Right. Which is something that we do a lot, so people can like us. Yep. And I will never pretend you like, dude. I I told you yesterday. I'm fucking roller coaster, man. I'm tired of that shit. Okay. Or I can put myself as a oh no, bro, fucking alpha dude. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Oh, she left me. That's fine. Cool. I got another one. You know, there's another nail food. I can get another nail to take this nail. There's plenty of fucking fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. It can be like that, but at the end of the day, when we're like in our rooms, we know it ain't like that. Yeah, we know we're vulnerable. We cry. We fucking depress. But until we start being like honest about ourselves, is when we can start changing. Yep. Because everything that has happened until now, I know is my problems, and I know there's things I have to change. I still have I still have work to do, but I have to allow people to love me too. So it's not just me closing myself and I'm gonna do this by myself and fuck you guys and you're gonna right. see it's like no like yeah I'm gonna do it by myself because I'm supposed to, but I'm not closing myself to the people around me to love me and be there for me. But at the end of the day, it's just like you have to be. You have to be rough. You have to be tough on yourself. Just as forgiving. And it's a lot, man. That's what people are afraid of. I was something sometimes I just don't want to do it. Sometimes okay. I'm just like, I just want to, again, I just want to sleep, dude. And I know from what happened last night and stuff, I'm now I'm gonna have some rough times mm-hmm. ahead because my anxiety is gonna get through the fucking roof and just for my bad choices and stuff, I'm just going to be like, fuck. And this, this is your time because you know you're going to go through something. that you got to have a plan in place. Yeah, exactly. When you feel a certain way, you talk to somebody. When you feel a certain way, you do something mm-hmm. instead of sit in your room. Just, oh, no, but why? Oh, my God. Like, why does this happen to me? And why? And why? No. It was my choice. It was my decision. I made that choice. Nobody else did. I did. Nobody put a gun in my face. I did. I did it because I wanted to. And I have to deal with the fucking consequences. Yeah? Um, I feel depressed. My anxiety is going to fucking be through the roof and shit like that. But again, I can't just be like, you know what? We need to learn from this. Mm -hmm. We need to fucking learn from this. Otherwise, it's going to keep happening. And just like I told you, the struggle that I have with pornography and shit, I discovered the panels. So if you look through my Facebook or my Instagram, I don't have any models no more, dude. I just don't. Because I know my triggers. Right. So once you learn your triggers, then you can actually be like... Is that an update from a model? Yeah. Did you just get a notification from a model? I'm just kidding. She just posted a pic. Let me, let me pay the three ninety nine. <laughs> you want to see this shit? But you know what I mean? 
Yeah. No, I get it. So, with all that I said and stuff, like, the most important thing is like, knowing yourself. Knowing yourself, knowing who the fuck you are. Like, really get rough with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. Like, it's hard. And <laughs> I would never say that it's not. It's fucking hard. It's of course. Fucking progress, dude. Process. And not a lot of people want to go through it because fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. <laughs> but again, it's needed. It's needed. This is going to be a long episode, huh? Yeah, almost two hours. Fuck. But I do need to wrap up. Yeah. Not to stop you or anything, no, you're good. but it is 11.30 and I got a kid's birthday party to go to at one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dad life shit. Yeah. And I got to go home and make my meal. Thank you for, thank you. Well, uh, welcome to my tech talk. <laughs> you deserve one, Eddie. Thanks. You deserve one. Well, guess what? You can go to sleep. I don't want to wake up till, I don't know, tomorrow, I guess. Perfect. I'll text you in the morning. I need a fucking break, dude. God damn it. You got any vacation days? Yeah. Not until next month. Dude, my birthday's coming up. I'm taking a day off. First day of the year I'm taking off. (laughs) They're like, hey, man, you get a Thursday off, Friday off, Saturday off, Sunday off, Monday off. And then we go back on Tuesday, which is my birthday. And I'm like, I'm taking that day off, too. <laughs> They're like, are you really taking the first day of our year off? I'm like, yeah, sure am. It's my birthday. Because guess what? Uh, actually, no, it's a Monday. Sorry. I was like, yeah, because guess what? It's a Monday. Kids going to daycare. I'm going to be fucking plowing all morning. I ain't making it in, baby. I'm going to go to the gym, come home, take a shower, just plow through my lady for a few hours, jump back in the shower, and then we're probably going to get lunch, and we'll go pick that kid up. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mr. President. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. That's me. Pull out, boy. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Hey, it doesn't matter if I pull out anymore, if you know what I mean. Ay, ay, ay. I didn't want to put it out there, but <laughs> you did, so. <laughs> All I say is pull out. Oh, that's funny. Well, guys, if you have any questions, let us know. We hope yep. you like this episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just remember, masculinity is not toxic. We just have toxic behaviors that we need to fix. Yep. Be so mindful. Be mindful. Work on those. Work on your awareness, your mindfulness. Know who the fuck you are. And your triggers and stuff. Own work that on those shit. Things. Own, own that shit. And the more you own things, the more easy it becomes to like to live your life and just do the things you really want to do and make a better life. Yep. It's not easy. Never going to say that it's easy. So you're going to have days that, just like me, you just want to go to fucking sleep and not think about anything. It's fair. Take it. But don't give up. Just don't fucking give up. Keep continue working and all the work and progress you're going to make, you're going to pay off one day. So with that being said, follow us on Instagram, Info Greatness. 
for my boy Shonzi at that motherfucker Shonzi that mf Shonzi on Instagram. And you can follow me at underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore again underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore. Yeah, you and this is coming out on Wednesday. So if you're listening to it on the day that it drops, have a great rest of the week and a great weekend. And let us know what you think. Yee-yee. Again, thank you. And have a great day. Pam. 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 Uh-huh.